Well, our theme for this year in missions is that we would be the voice. And it comes out of Proverbs verse 31, verse 8 and 9, where it says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, speak up for the poor and helpless and see that they get justice. This is our theme for the year, that we would be the voice for the voiceless, that we would stand up for the oppressed, that we would be the voice for those in need, for those being crushed, for those abandoned, for those open to the gospel. But have you ever felt like at times maybe you have no voice? Maybe you're in a situation or a circumstance, maybe it's at work, at home, and you feel like it's, it's not my place to speak up. I don't have the authority or the, the standing to speak into this situation. Or maybe you literally don't have a voice. Maybe you know, you're a bit crook, you can't speak up. You want to speak up, but you don't have a voice. It reminds me of a time uh, maybe seven, eight years ago uh, where we live, we were actually broken into in the middle of the night. And thankfully, we're in a double-story house, and we had the alarm on in our house. So it set the alarm off straight away, and the, whoever was breaking in ran away. But you know when you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're kind of half asleep, and your body is not functioning properly? And I remember running downstairs, a bit dazed and confused, and my tongue was still dead. So I'm running downstairs trying to yell at whoever's, get out of the house, get out of the house. It, it's a funny experience. It was a bit freaky in the moment, but... There's times where we, have, we feel like we have no voice. We want to speak up. We want to speak into a situation, but we feel like we have no voice. And at times, maybe that's the situation. We see the need across the earth. We see the oppressed. We see the voiceless. And we can feel like, I don't know if I can make a difference. I don't know if I have the authority to speak into this situation. Or maybe we feel limited by our circumstance or our situation. We feel like, I just can't do anything. But I want to speak about today about how in Jesus, we have the authority and we have the ability to be the voice for the voiceless. That if God's put this in the Bible, that we would speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, that he empowers us to do so. He gives us the authority and the ability so that we can put this into practice, so that we can be the voice and to bring it into our context that through our missions giving, that as we give, as we sow, it's being the voice for the voiceless, speaking up for them, bringing justice to those who don't have justice. So let's pray. Lord, I just thank you that you have called us to be your people, to be your voice in the nations, in our nation, in our community. And I pray that you would help us to see that you've given us the ability, the authority to speak up, to make a difference, and to be your vessel in this world. In your name, amen. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16 to 20 in the message said this, God has given us the task of telling everyone what he's doing. We're Christ's representatives. God uses us to persuade men and women to drop their differences and enter into God's work of making things right between them. We're speaking for Christ himself now. Become friends with God. He's already a friend with you. What a scripture. God has placed us here on a mission to be his representatives. We're here on earth as Christians. We've, yes, we've decided to follow Jesus. We're following him. 
But that's not it. We're here to be his representatives on earth. I love what it says. We're speaking for Christ himself now. We're his voice speaking into our situation, into our circumstance, representing him. And I love what Jesus said. He said, you won't even just do the things that I've done. You'll do even greater things than these, which I just think it's a mind-blowing thought that Jesus thinks that I could do greater things than him. But we're here to be his representatives, to speak as Jesus spoke. So I want to look at an example of how Jesus responded in a situation where he needed to speak up. He needed to make a difference. Someone came to him with a need. How did Jesus respond in this situation? So I want to look at Matthew 8, verse 5 to 13, a story which maybe you're familiar with. It says, When Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go, and they go, or come, and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast of the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go back home, because you believed it has happened. And the young servant was healed that same hour. I think our world is full of people like this centurion, desperate and looking for help. The widow in Burundi, desperate for a home, for safety and security. Or parents in Vietnam, like we saw in the report today, whose child is, is deathly sick because of heart disease with no answers and no ability to make a difference. Or the village in Cambodia, constantly dealing with sickness because of unclean water. People in Indonesia, just waiting to hear the gospel with open hearts. Or persecuted Christians in Iraq, praying that someone would stand with them. Just like this Roman centurion, desperate to help, looking for answers. How will we respond? The centurion came to Jesus, asking help. My servant is sick, and the world is calling out to us, help, I need someone to speak up for me. I have no voice. I have no agency to make change in my life. How will we respond? And I love that we're a part of a church that is willing to respond, just like Jesus responded. You know, we see the impact that we're having of lives changed and transformed. And Jesus' response was this, I'll come and heal him. I'm willing. Let's go. Let's do it. And we have that willingness to respond here in our church. But I see just another level to this because you look at how the, the centurion responded to Jesus. In Matthew 5 verse 8, it says this, But the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. 
I just think that's so powerful how this centurion saw things on another level. He said, just say the word from where you are. Jesus, just speak up. Just be the voice and things can change. Just say the word from where you are. So I think that's powerful that maybe we could speak up, say the word from where we are, and maybe we could see lives change and transform, and we are seeing that happen. Just say the word. Speak up. Be the voice. I think we need to speak like Jesus. As, as I said before, we are Christ's representatives. Another version of that scripture says we're his ambassadors. So we're here on earth with his, with his authority to be able to speak like he spoke, to be able to act like he acted, to be able to give like he gave. And I love how Jesus was almost surprised. He was taken aback by the faith of this centurion. It's like Jesus saying, what, you mean I can just speak and it happens? Like he's like, whoa, you mean I get to do this? I think it's the same for us. It's like we get to do this. You mean I can give and a church can be planted in Indonesia? You mean I can give and a child can receive heart surgery in Vietnam? You mean I can give and I can give clean water to a village in Vietnam? So we get to do this. Just, just step out and do something. Just speak the word. Just say the word and amazing things happen. Proverbs 3 verse 27 says this, Never walk away from someone who deserves help. Your hand is God's hand for that person. Don't tell your neighbour maybe some other time or try me tomorrow when the money's right there in your pocket. Your hand is God's hand. Your voice is God's voice. Just say the word. I think this, you know, it speaks about speaking like Jesus, but it also, I think, just say the word. To me, it says, act now. Don't wait. It's like the centurion saying to Jesus, look, I don't have time for you to make the journey to my house. My servant could be dead. Act now. Do it now, Jesus. I think that's the same for us. We need to have an urgency that there's people out there dying who've never heard the gospel before. There's people in need who need help, who need us to act now, to not wait till and thinking about, God, are you speaking to me? You know, but there's someone in need. God's presented the need. We just got to act. Or maybe we're like, oh, I just, I don't have the motivation. I've been reading this book called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell, and he says this, motivation is like happiness. It's a byproduct. When you're actively engaged in doing something, it sneaks up and zaps you when you least expect it. As Harvard psychologist Jerome Bruner says, you're more likely to act yourself into feeling than to feel yourself into action. So act. Whatever it is you know you should do, do it. So if we're just waiting for the right time, for the right opportunity, waiting till we have the motivation or the resource, the opportunity will pass us by. But there's people out there who need us to act now, to not wait, to not sit back, but to say, I'm just going to say the word. I'm just going to give. I'm going to step up and do something because people need my help. And I think also in in saying the word, we need to see that this is more than just a physical action. It's more than just giving an offering. 
You know, the centurion didn't just see things on, on a natural level, that yes, my servant is sick, but he saw that if Jesus spoke, things would happen in the spiritual realm. And I think it's the same in our missions giving when we say the word, when we speak up, when we choose to act now, things happen in the spiritual. Oppression is broken free. Justice can come to people in need. We can make a difference on a spiritual level. Ephesians 6 verse 12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. We can, when we act, when we just say the word, when we step up to make a difference, it does something on a spiritual level. It brings change in the atmosphere through what we do. Just say the word. Act now. Speak like Jesus. Understand the spiritual impact that we can have. We're Jesus' representatives, so let's speak like him. But the centurion didn't just say that. He said, just say the word from where you are. I love that we can have a global impact from right here in the western suburbs of Sydney. You saw the, the nations that we're touching, that your mission's giving is touching from where you are. You know, when, when we're Christ's representatives, we must realise and have faith that we can have an impact from wherever we are. We're not limited by size. We're not limited by capacity. We're not limited by location. There are no limits to Christ's representatives. Anything is possible to him who believes. So we just need to start from where we are. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 11 says, Yes, you'll be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. You know, I love this example that Paul gives of the Corinthians. It's like they're giving, they're putting their resource into Paul's hand, and yet then that's resulting in gratitude in some total other location for those who are receiving the offering. It's the same thing for us when we give. I love hearing about Dr. Sosten in, in Bukavu in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, sharing about how when they would provide a surgery for someone, people would say, well, how did this happen? Who paid for this? And he says, well, there's a church in Australia that cares enough about you that they gave so you could receive this surgery. And it changes their lives. It blows their mind because they're like, wow, I, I must be important. If these people care about me, maybe God cares about me. You can have a global impact from where you are. Wherever you're watching today, maybe you're at home, you can have an impact from wherever you are. I love that we, we extend out across the world that we can impact, uh, we could have 24 projects in 17 nations. We are making a difference. And also I think it speaks to this, that we just do what we can from where we are. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have all the resources in the world. Just start from where you are. Zechariah 4.10 says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Just start from where you are. Don't feel like you've got to do a whole lot. Just start from where you are. Luke 16.10 says, If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. We've just got to start from where we are. 
Again, if, us, if we just wait till we have the right resources, till I've got some spare income, it'll never happen. But if we start from where we are, if we just say the word from where we are, lives can be changed. Healing can come. We can be a voice for the voiceless by simply starting from where we are. So I pray that today you're encouraged that we're Jesus' representatives. And I want to invite the team to come and we're going to worship just for a moment more. But let's know that we have the authority and the ability to be the voice. You have a voice. You're Christ's representatives. So speak up. Speak with his authority. Know that he's given you the ability to act, to say the word from where you are. Let's say the word of faith. Let's say the word of generosity. Let's say the word of sacrifice, of obedience, of love, of mercy, of healing, of life, and as grace. Proverbs 31, verse 8 and 9. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, speak up for the poor and the helpless and see that they get justice. You have the authority. You have the ability. So let's speak up. Let's give. And you know, normally we'd take up a missions offering at the end of a message like this, but we don't take up offerings. It's all online. But I want to encourage you, join with us in giving. Maybe you didn't make a faith promise this year, but you want to be a part of making a difference. You can be the voice. Through your giving, it's making a difference. I pray you see each month when we put those images and videos on the screen of the lives that, be, that are being touched and impacted through your generosity. So let's join together because you can make a difference across the world. Let's stand and we're going to worship together before Stu comes. Lord God, I thank you that you give us the ability to be the voice, to speak up, that we have your authority, that we don't stand on our own, but Lord, you have given us a voice. I pray you'd help us to use it, to see the need across the world and to see the vision to act, to stand up, to speak up and to make a difference. Lord, we love you, we glorify you and I just pray you'd be with us. Stir us afresh for your cause and your heart for others, Lord God, in your wonderful name. Amen.